If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast. I'm Nicole Trich-Steinbach, your host and the international bravery coach for women in tech. I serve women all over the world to earn more money, create more opportunities, and thrive in the tech industry because tech needs all of us. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, brave people. Welcome. Thank you for spending your time with me on this, the last episode of season two. You know, each season has 30 episodes, which means this is episode 60, which I've done the work with my amazing partner, (sighs) my amazing partner from the podcast journey. Her name is Lila. She was a guest as well. So I've done the work and yet it is profound that here we are at week 60. You know, this podcast has come so far from this idea that wouldn't leave me alone for, I think, a year, maybe even longer, to a concept that I worked out in partnership and collaboration with Lila. And then here we are at the end of our second strategy into execution cycle, right? So season one was like, is this a thing? Like trying things out, figuring out how to speak into a mic properly, having my first guests, sharing some concepts. Season two, our strategy was really how can this podcast, how can I, how can my guests serve women in tech all over the world? And I have to say, we did a damn good job based on my feeling, but also your feedback. We did a damn good job. And as we, you know, we're already deep into planning season three, you know, we're taking that same strategy of service to women in tech all over the world. Man, we are entering another level of depth, of maturity for the concepts and models that I've already shared or I haven't shared yet, which is very exciting. And more actively responding to you, our listeners. 
So this is the call to action for this next amazing season. I already have quite a number of listeners who've sent through questions or ideas, topics that they'd love to hear here, but you can do that too. Also, if you've already made a suggestion or asked a question, send your ideas and your suggestions to Nicole at tricksteinbach.com. It's in the show notes. And I'm really looking forward to hearing from even more of you. It's been just incredible to see the questions and the ideas come through. So season three is going to start in six weeks. So exciting. But that's not all this episode is about. Today, I'm talking about choosing important over urgent. Okay, we got to set a few aspects here, a few elementals, a bit of the foundation. Number one, we're not talking about extreme examples. We're talking about the habit of choosing important over urgent. When your mind starts wanting to go to, yeah, but like this extreme thing could happen. For example, I live in Colorado. Just a few weeks ago, a thousand people's houses burnt down within the span of, I think it was six hours. The fire got into the houses in danger area and then the houses were gone. That is an extreme situation. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the habit, the consistent choice as a woman in technology to choose the important over the urgent. The second element for this conversation can be summed up in your lack of planning is not my emergency. Releasing, doing other people's jobs, choosing to let other people have consequences, and building the habit of letting others have their emergencies, refusing to step in and solve them. So those are really the elements for this conversation. So Why am I choosing this topic for the last episode of season two? Because this was almost not the last episode of season two. (laughs) I had to consciously coach myself on choosing the important over the urgent. Let me be even more specific. Look, I have so many ideas and potential guests and clients who are rock stars for this podcast. I could do easily another 30 episodes of random but fun podcast episodes. And that feels urgent to me feels urgent to bring out this inspiration, to respond to an email question that came in or a topic that was recommended over Facebook, a guest who introduced herself and just would be fantastic. But that's not the strategy. The strategy is to serve women in tech globally and to have 
30 episodes in every season so that I can and do focus on other really exciting projects for my clients, services for my clients, projects for my business. And most importantly, I do my podcast and those other projects while I coach my amazing clients to exactly what they want for their results. The most important are my clients and their results. If there's ever an emergency, it's in my clients and their results. Sometimes clients need a little bit more support during a specific time, like a negotiation or relationship changes. And the important is my choice over the urgent of right now I have a lot of inspiration for this podcast. (laughs) You know, I could go hog wild. Oh my gosh. The inspiration just coming in, the people coming in. Oh my gosh. I could absolutely respond to that urgent. But three things would happen. Number one, I will be utterly distracted and do everything half or maybe 60%. Number two, my most important will experience slower results. My clients will experience slower results because I'm distracted. And number three, I'll overwork. We don't overwork in this community. Mm -mm. So I choose the important. I ensure that all this inspiration that's coming to me is collected, it's stored, it's carefully managed in Excel. You know, I have an ever and always overflowing idea box. (sighs) So I, I make sure that that's collected and then I deliver extraordinary coaching for my clients who are creating insane, huge results. I also then have time and focus and energy and inspiration for the really cool project that I've committed to, that I'm excited about, that's going to support my clients, going to support my business, going to support me. And I work in my container of what I've decided I work. I don't overwork. I stay in my container. Because I know success. I know how to be constrained. I know how to focus. I know my values. I know how to prioritize. And I know what the most important part of my business is. And I have built the habit of choosing the important over the urgent. Now, how does that translate to you? So I'm going to give you three examples. One is super, super concrete. You've got a presentation. You know what the result is supposed to be. You can either choose the important, schedule that time out, get the people involved early, draft and then redraft, practice and iterate, 
and really create the results you want with your presentation, with a calm, collected, expert energy. Or you can respond to that email and then that email and then that email and say yes to that project and help this person with their problem that just popped up and help the other person who just got this crisis communication that they should be able to handle, but they feel nervous. You can choose the urgent. Then you go into the presentation and you go in with frenetic, slightly or very insecure energy. And guess what you create? Not what you could. Everybody knows, and Lord knows I did this a lot. Everybody knows the difference between a consciously created impact in the seat of my pants. I got through it and I kind of got what I wanted impact. We've all done it. We all know how it feels different. And I'm telling you the habit of choosing the important over the urgent is what creates what you actually want. Which brings me to the second concrete short and midterm example of choosing the important over the urgent. So you know what you want. You want the new result. Maybe you want to work less. Maybe you want to earn more. Maybe you want to have time to do your hobby. (laughs) Maybe you want a promotion. You know what the new result is. And so it comes into your mindset. You can choose to be in the discomfort of a new mindset. You can choose to stay in the commitment. You can choose the important and you can create a new result. Or you can totally ignore our mindset, continue to do the same thing, have the same thoughts, the same assumptions, the same approaches, and create the exact same result. Why don't people work on their mindset? Because it feels important, but not urgent. It's like people have this idea that it's this intangible, ethereal thing that one does spiritually when it's actually a very concrete framework and approach to shift how you think, how you show up. And it's uncomfortable. It requires discomfort and it requires commitment. You want to choose important, that's what you're going to do. All right, the third, and I would argue the most important reason why you building the habit of the important over the urgent is prioritization. Without you consciously prioritizing your values, the elements of your life, how you want to think and feel, who you are becoming, and your legacy. Without doing those five prioritizations for your life, you will always be jumping to the urgent because it will all be urgent. You don't actually know what's most important. It's all most important. 
It's all equally as important. Every time I talk about this, a story comes up. I was in a conversation with someone I cared very, very, very deeply for. And we had some sort of gap in our relationship. And so what I said to this man, he was my ex-boyfriend. He's a wonderful man, glorious children. But this was the clarifying moment for me in our relationship. I said to him, well, let's say that we have a little Timmy and it's soccer season or it's baseball season. How do you decide what you do? If you do your research project or if you see little Timmy's baseball game, soccer game. And the answer was a very, very honest answer, which was, I'll decide on a case-by-case basis. That was an honest answer. And to this day, I'm so grateful that he gave me that answer because I had also been the person on a case-by-case basis. For my parents who were struggling financially, working numbers of jobs, dealing with mental health issues, and as this person's partner. And that was an unacceptable future for me, let alone for someone else, for a child. Because for me, the elements of my life are very clearly prioritized. So if a manager in my life messed something up, didn't plan, forgot to bring in change management, forgot to bring in communications, and I had a family wedding or I was traveling to see friends, it was so easy for me to say no. Without the prioritization of your important, knowing what is important, You will always go to the urgent. And the result is you're overworked, you're underconnected, your relationships suffer, you're exhausted. You don't know what you're doing in your life. You're underpaid because you don't see the value yourself. How can anyone else if you don't? And then you don't live a life well-led as you define it, as you describe it. And that could be the most sad outcome of not choosing the important over the urgent. It starts in tiny little ways. If it's important to you that you eat and you take a break while you eat from work or from life, then you have to choose that regularly. You have to get up from your desk, also when you work from home. You have to get away from your phone, no matter where you're working or what you're working in. And you take that break, however long you define it. Is it 15 minutes? Is it an hour? It starts there with those mundane examples. And it becomes a habit. It becomes a way of being. And then when something truly life-shattering happens, a cancer diagnosis, a child struggling at school, an unexpected death, a true client-caused emergency at work, you can still respond to the urgent 
but she will never release your important. And that, my beloved women in tech, that is the best description of brave I can think of right now. Thank you for joining me all the way through season two. I am so excited to return for season three. And until then, brave it up. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. If you're ready to build your brave, to live a life you love and create a career that matters to you, reach out. Together, we can spend time one-on-one to explore how I can help you. And until then, share this episode with people in your life, people who can join our movement to redefine brave, how we identify it, experience it, and celebrate it.